My name is Mumba Dodwell and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, in this episode I'm talking to Gabriel. Gabriel was introduced to me by a friend on Twitter and he's an actor and poet. So in this episode we talk about how he got into poetry and he gives some advice for anyone who's interested in pursuing this art form. We also talk about him being a National Youth Theatre member. It was really nice to chat to him about this because I'd never spoken to someone who is an NYT member and so passionate about it. So if you're interested in joining the National Youth Theatre then definitely listen to this episode. And I must say Gabriel has such an infectious laugh. I absolutely love so um, here we go. So I'm at the National with Gabriel Akamo, and uh, I heard about Gabriel through Twitter, and he's a poet and an actor. And I wanted to ask you how. Um, oh, there go, got confused there. Two thoughts running through my head. First, I wanted to ask you is what came first, the poetry or acting? I don't. Mm. When when you ask what do you mean professionally or which? yeah professionally? Okay. Uh, well, so. I was, even though I was exposed to kind of um, acting through drama in school, like GCSE drama, um, I actually got into spoken word poetry uh, first. Um, so I entered the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back even further actually. So uh, I, st- I started writing poetry um, in my bedroom like a lot of teenagers do um, between, from like the age of like 14 or so. Um, so I started getting into poetry when uh, I decided to write something for performance and enter it into the Slambassadors UK poetry competition, which is run by uh, Joel Taylor at the Poetry Society. And I was lucky enough to be selected as one of the eight winners for the 2011-2012 year. I did a, we did a showcase at the 100 Club and a weekend workshop at the South Bank Centre, not the South Bank Centre, at the Poetry Society in Covent Garden. And it's just been kind of on from there, really. But I didn't decide I wanted to be an actor until I did my NYT course at the end of my degree last year. And I guess from since then, it's kind of been, I've kind of been doing both, although I, I've got more kind of on the poetry side of things at the moment, but hopefully things will even out. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah, I was going to ask you about being part of the National Youth Theatre and getting into that. What made you decide to join the National Youth Theatre? Because, I mean, you said you had done acting before in school, but I saw that you did a degree in philosophy. Mm. So it was a different... I mean, actually, that's really helpful in acting, I must admit. And I saw that. I was like, that is clever. I was like, oh, an actor with a philosophy degree. Um <laughs> So how did you decide to do that after doing a, well, a degree in philosophy? How did you get into acting? Yeah, so it was, it was almost kind of accidentally, really, um, because I wanted to let go of acting altogether um, and go into academia. That sounds so... I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Broke my heart. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> after sixth form, it was either drama school... Yeah or philosophy and I thought well drama school's got no guarantees because of the life we're living in and if I decide I don't want to be an actor or I'm kind of tired of this life or I want it to stay as a hobby then I need kind of a career and I need a life so I decided to go with philosophy my other my other passion so I initially wanted to go into academia and then I got through the first term of the first year um, and I just, I was just so dry creatively. 
because <laughs> like my poetry wasn't like wasn't really popping because um, I, I just wasn't able to write new material um, and I, I just felt I was extremely stressed so I joined the um, young company at the Arts Depot um, Sorry, I just I saw that as well because my friend works at the Arts Depot okay. and I've been there before and it's such a lovely theatre so I was yeah. like oh yes Arts Depot <laughs> how was that? How that? That was really good that was really really good it was initially to let off a bit of steam. Um, so in the first year, I did a device piece with the group. And then in the second year, so in 2013 to 14, yeah, 2013 to 14, we did a play for the NT Connections Festival. We didn't get to the festival, but the play we did, Pronoun by Evan Placey, fantastic, fantastic play, wonderful playwright. Um, it really kind of opened my eyes as to how much kind of I could give to a role and how much like, I could take from um, a role as well. Just like the experience of working on a production outside of kind of a school context was just amazing. But that was that was all still kind of on the side until I got into I got involved in a production off the back of device piece that I directed and took to the rich mix got involved in a in another in another production that <laughs> it was it, it it was it was different I was <laughs> I was wondering what, what happened <laughs> but anyway, yeah yeah I mean nothing nothing kind of like terrible happened but by the, by the time I got involved in this, I was in kind of third year of university. This was my first, I say, quote-unquote professional production, even though it was kind of a profit share and I was very green and I didn't know what exactly was. I'm making it sound a lot more worse than it possibly <laughs> is. But because I can't really, like, mention names or be yeah. too specific. Yeah. yeah, it was... I wasn't aware of how much on the side, on the production side of things was done in a professional production and it was only once kind of I've spoken to people that certain things were a bit unorthodox but I mean I learned a lot from that and off the back of that I thought I really want to redeem myself because I didn't I didn't feel like I was doing much acting in this production so I thought you know what what have I got to lose in joining the National Youth Theatre at the time I thought it was my last year because I was 20 turning 21 so I applied I applied for an audition in February and somehow I managed to <laughs> I managed to secure a place. Well I mean congratulations because it's such a good it's such a good programme and network to be in. They produce such good work and so many good actors have come out from NYT. Mm. What shows did you do with them and what did you because you I saw that you've done quite a bit and you did um, mm. you did the obviously the four week training with mm -hmm. them as well. Yeah. So how was that? Yeah so uh, where, where do I begin? I'll start with the four weeks. The four yeah. weeks was like it was I still didn't have the words for it I haven't been able to quite compare anything else to it even though I've done other stuff with the NYT that has just that has been kind of equally kind of emotionally equally character building I don't think there's been anything like the four week course that I did simply because it was first experience of the NYT so many of my kind of ideas and preconceptions about what what it would be like were just smashed and I met possibly like still among the best human beings I possibly could have ever met on that course. It was four weeks. The first week was focused on uh, work on workshops. So we did a movement workshop, we did a music workshop, we did a viewpoints workshop, um, and we did a workshop on workshop facilitation. Wow, that's, that is quite a bit in four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of... That's so good. That's not even all four weeks. That's just the first week. That's just the first week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What, what, else, what else did you do? So, um, so then from the the second week, we started getting a feel of kind of what we wanted to do 
um, as a group. There were 30 of us in the company and we had we were working towards a, heart, a 30 minute showcase at the end of the month. So things, things were really, really tight. Obviously not everyone would have got as much kind of stage time as they would be in, in kind of ordinary circumstances or in ordinary production. But the, but the second week was mostly about ensemble building. Uh, our course director and our course assistant and the playwright we were working with kind of did their own kind of workshops. But in a, in a way to kind of build us as a company, but also to build up on what we'd learned in the first week. And then halfway through the second week, and in the third week and in the final week, we started rehearsing and working towards a scratch performance of a piece of new writing, essentially written for us on the course. Well, not for, not, not for us as in, in a, as in a dedication, but for us as in, it was part of a commission by the NYT. It's called Beat by the wonderful Phoebe Eclair Powell. And that was fantastic. It was brilliant. Even though we didn't put everything in the piece that we wanted to simply because of time constraints and there being so many of us, it was still a really, really great experience just being an ensemble and working with the NYT, working with, with an amazing director, um, Alice Knight, a fantastic playwright as well. And our course assistant was just like, he was an absolute don. That was the intake course, that was the Epic Stages course. Um, and then I got involved in a, in a street theatre production. Uh, the NYT does a street theatre thing with um, the uh, vintage car boot sale, Ooh. I think, in King's Cross. I'd never done street theatre before, so that was really interesting. That we basically had to devise kind of mini scenarios or whatever um, that were essentially that it was site specific. And then I also auditioned at the beginning of this year for the for the NYT productions, and I got into the Tempest. Um, that that was a co-production be with between the NYT and the Royal and Derngate Theatre in Northampton. That was six weeks of absolute magic. I got the role of Caliban, which I was really, really pleased at. And it was an adaptation, a new adaptation by Rebecca Lenkiewicz. I think that's how you say her name. I've, I haven't actually heard it aloud, so I might have horribly mispronounced it. Um, and we were directed by the indomitable Caroline Steinbeis, this fantastic woman. But yeah, the, the, the entire thing was emotional and it's, again, that was like a massive character building experience. I met some wonderful people on the production as well. So yeah, the NYT in general is just fantastic. Uh, yeah. So you would highly recommend it? I would highly recommend it to any and everyone. Like, you can be like 25, about to turn 26, but like, just do it. Because, yeah, yeah. It's, if, if you want to be an actor, uh, seriously consider the NYT. And... And if you don't get in the first time, there will always be other times as long as you're within the age bracket. <laughs> well, I'll definitely... I'm going to try again then. I would definitely like to do it. Um, that sounds amazing. And I wanted to ask you how you find using poetry and acting. Do you ever mix them together or do you find it, use, do you find it useful? Um, sort of having that sort of different mindset coming into using text because Shakespeare's quite poetic anyway. Mm. I like when you read Romeo and Juliet, it's like I just want to read it all out loud because it's so poetic. Yeah. Do you ever find that with acting and mixing it together? Uh, I, I do, I do. Um, I, even though I haven't, I'm still kind of working on putting them together in a piece or in a production. I'm a really, really big fan of kind of letting one art form influence the other. Mm. So like when I approach kind of performance and poetry with almost like a theater maker's mindset, 
in that I'm a lot more kind of critical on the way it was delivered. And I've unfortunately sat through some poetry performances <laughs> and thought, would you say that in real life? I don't believe you. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, because I, I can imagine that you see text differently to what an actor probably sees it as well. And you probably, vice versa, as you said, when you yeah. see poetry, you're like, ooh, is that real conversation? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, really, that's so nice to see. I think that's nice. It's a unique way of seeing things. Mm. Would you like to tell us anything about poetry stuff coming up with you? Any performances or... How, how would you suggest people getting involved into poetry if they want to, t- like yourself, mm. do slams and um, be part of communities? What would you suggest? Um, first thing I would suggest is just, like, write. Uh, no one, if you've never written anything before, um, as long as you're... Even if you're not literate, actually, just, like, compose word-based stuff. Um, and no one has to see it, no one has to hear it, your first stuff, but when you're ready to share, um, just find an open mic night or get a trusted group of friends together and just read to them. Uh, And you never know what could come out of that. I decided to take my poetry from my bedroom and enter it into an online slam competition, send it to complete strangers and, like, I don't know what my life would be if I hadn't done that. Yeah, get involved in, like, workshops and classes, go online, uh, check out the Roundhouse. They're really, really great check out the Barbican Young Poets Programme, check out Apples and Snakes, that's an amazing organisation, and uh, look up open mics. Uh, If you do a bit of hunting online, you can find them. Uh, One of which will be the night run by one of my poetry collectives, Spit the Atom. Uh, It's called Spit the Atom at Slam. It's it's every second Friday of the month at Slam King's Cross. The next one is going to be on September the 9th. So, yeah, it would be great to hear new people on the scene. Well, I'm going to say thank you so much for taking your time to speak to me. It was lovely to hear about NYT. I think it's something that more people should probably go up for. Luckily, I've seen so much more diversity in it, which is really which is really nice to see, because I look at it and go, oh, actually, no, I, I, can, I can apply. <laughs> Sometimes if it's, I don't think people realise it's a bit scary applying for stuff where you think, am I going to be the only person that looks like this? Yeah. And it's so nice that the National Theatre is very in- inclusive in that. Yeah. So, really. yeah. Thank you so much again, Gabriel. You. And you have a, hope you have a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at Ordinary Artists.